Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome in and congratulations and thank you to one and all who uh, really made yesterday and quite frankly the previous 36 hours uh, extra special as we celebrated 716 day in Buffalo and culminated the fundraising efforts under Give 716 this morning. Marty Baran with a grand total of more than $1.1 million, which of yes. course brings the three-year total to in and around three and a half million dollars, which is just um it's heartwarming to say the least. So a great way to start on a Tuesday. And we got to a million last night, like yes. in the evening. And I said, I want to see a million seven figures before the end of the day. And I think that the Sabres Power Hour and then the Bills Mini Helmet, they really, really kick-started a big rush of uh between five and eight, pretty much, where it was a lot of donations. So um, I figured, and this is a very, very basic uh, mathematics calculation in my head, over a million dollars, $1.1 million, and there was 539 charities. So that is over $2,000 per charities. Out well, that's not how it works, though. So that's don't not so how it works, <laughs> and I know that's not how it works, but I'm just saying, like, in a general sense, in a very basic <laughs> math, like, that's a lot of money to a lot of charities. Yes. And that is what we have to to take out of this is that there's it's a big money amount of money a million plus but it's going to help a ton of people and a ton of non-for-profits and charities in the area and that is why it's so great well and as we tried to stress yesterday um it's also quite frankly about awareness for these charities so whenever um you know and Often it is a very small group of people that works with these organizations and most often on a volunteer basis. Um, it means a little bit more to be able to align yourself with large visible organizations in the community like the Sabres and the Bills. So this opportunity yes. has now become an annual event and our opportunity to meet many of these organizations and get to know more about them was absolutely fantastic. So congrats. And again, most importantly, thank you to everyone who uh, contributed to Give 716 this year and our team behind the scenes. It was uh, It's quite an effort that goes in to make sure, as you can imagine, from an IT side of things, uh, the, <laughs> these are these are nervous times when you get up and running and the, the clock starts going at 7.16 yeah. p.m. Um, but yeah, it, it was awesome. And guess what? We have more balloons on this day because... Ooh. 
Happy birthday, Victor Olofsson. Yes, he is 28 years old today, and he is coming off a career-high 28-goal season. Yes. So if that's not a little symmetry, uh, I don't know what is. And I thought because of the birthday and because of us sitting here on July the 18th and because of the constant evaluation and reevaluation of the roster that we engage in every day on Sabres Live, um, how about we best we put our best Olafson foot forward here today for you yes. to try to paint all sides of this Olafson equation. Um, the fact of the matter is, Marty, he's still a goal scorer. He's still in his prime age-wise. He's got one year to go on a contract, which should always be a great thing as an incentive for a player to want more. And at the very least of it here, there is definitely opportunity based on what the roster looks like right now with Jack Quinn being absent at the start of the year. Yeah, and and the more and more uh, we we and I say you've done a lot of research, obviously on that topic, and I was bit, I was crunching numbers all morning trying to come. And the more and more I looked at it, the more and more I was encouraged. I was like, wait a second, like he didn't have a bad year. Like if you compare his first four years in the NHL, full years, and you look at five on five, and you look at the underlying numbers, and the the the, the shot attempts from the slot, and the true shot percentage, and the expected goals, and the uh, actual to expected goals, and all of that, I'm like, he didn't have a bad year. Why 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 am I looking at Victor Olsen as the odd man out? Why am I looking at well, you know what? I don't see him part of the core the same way I see a Cousins, the same way I see a Quinn, a Paterka, obviously Thompson, Tuck, Skinner. And uh, so digging into the numbers really helped me maybe have a better understanding on who Victor Olofsson is, what he can provide, why I am actually now encouraged to uh, to see what Victor could do this this season, especially because of the Jack Quinn injury and the opportunity to play uh, a little bit higher up in the lineup with better line mates. So there's a lot there. Uh, there's still some question marks. And I think that is going to always be in uh, the mind of most fans that watch the games. But um, there was there was a lot of numbers that I said, wow, I did not expect this. And I was very happy and impressed by it. So what's interesting is we posed the question today, what role does Victor Olofsson have with the Sabres this season? So hit us up at Sabres Live. Questions like this often prompt a knee-jerk reaction, especially without the foreshadowing that you just put out there as far as the, the, the good things that we're about to talk about here with Victor Olofsson. I think, I don't think, I know that we typically, not necessarily us, but collectively, the world's we tends to focus on the negative, right? It's too easy. It's low-hanging fruit. So if you wanted to start there, you would focus on not only this past year, but even more pronounced the year before when there were those long, long stretches of play yes. where Victor didn't produce. Okay, well, the other part of it is, does one remember how the Sabres came out of the blocks last year? Pretty well. Right. Very well. There was optimism. Now, why was that? Because Victor scored nine times in 11 games. Yes. Like he was he was a huge reason why this team was able from the earliest points of the year, including that five game road trip. 
to basically thrust itself into the top five in goal scoring as a team because they weren't just a one-line team mm -hmm. at that point in time. The challenge challenges for Victor came back as far as finding a way to have that consistency. But in the month of January, when this club was rolling before the Tage Thompson injury, Victor scored 10 times in 12 games. <laughs> like, these are two of the most pronounced offensive goal-scoring impact segments of the season. It leaves you wanting more, but it always shows you what's actually in there in the player. Well, let's also look at what happened um, two years ago when Victor missed almost a month, the month of November. He, he played his last game on Halloween on October 31st, and he scored, and then he didn't play again until November 21st, right? Mm -hmm. And he was bothered by uh, what I think, and it was never really specified, but it was an upper body. It was an arm injury. He couldn't shoot the puck as well as he wanted to, and then he went, man, from November 21st till February 15th without scoring a goal. I mean, that is a long time, but he was he was bothered by it. And I think that stretch of goalless games that Victor had really stuck in people's mind. And then it it dictate your your evaluation of a player, your your view of a player. Well, he went two and a half months without a goal. Like uh you can't have that. But he was not healthy and he played through it. And right. he just didn't have the shot. And when he got better, he didn't have the confidence in his shot. And it it's hard to gain that in December and January when you, you don't have a lot of practice time. You're playing, you're playing, you're playing, you're playing. And then the pressure and the pressure and the pressure is on top of you. So I think that sometimes you go back too far. It doesn't matter. But going back a year ago, that, mm -hmm. that impression of what Victor left after the 2021-2022 season was still in people's mind last year. And it swayed their judgment a little bit on Victor in that sense. Well, that may be partially true. However, he has regressed under different coaches in time on ice every season. Yes. To the point where last year was his lowest, and yet he remained productive. So let's just wide brush here on his Sabre rankings this past season. Okay. This, this team was this close to having five 30 goal scorers. Mm -hmm. Victor cooled off, you know, prior to the final month, which then started costing him some time in the lineup. But he was on pace to be a surefire 30 goal scorer. He ended at 28. So his rankings have him fifth on the team. We talk about this often. This is, a, in my opinion, a huge statistical category because when you are on the rise in it, your team usually follows. For years, the Sabres were at the bottom in shooting percentage. Yeah. Victor Olofsson led the team in shooting percentage at 17.4%. That is an elite number. It is even the best goal scorers nowadays, like Ovi hovers in that 14 to 16 range, right, on an annual basis. Even strength goals. Here's a guy who's identified primarily as a power play producer. Wrong. 21 goals at five on five. Yep. Best on the team. Well, even strength. That's even that's, strength. Yeah. Yeah. He has four, four on four goals, I believe. But yes. True. Yes. And of course, game winning goals. In fact, over the last three years, nobody has more on this team. Mm -hmm. Him and Tage Thompson are tied with 11, but this year alone, he had five game winners. Power play goals. 
Can he contribute there? Yes. Has he found the same comfort as in past years? No. Second unit, probably putting too much pressure. Maybe I'm putting words out there unnecessarily, but he still scored seven power play goals, fourth ranked on the team. Empty netters. We cherish the empty netters. He was actually not at the top of the list. Alex Tuck was. Uh, But empty netters, he had three, which ties him for second on the team. And this is interesting. Time on ice among forwards, just under 14 and a half. Yeah. That clearly puts him in a third line role. Mm-hmm. And yet, if you were to project that usage and then go league wide among any forward who played less than 15 minutes a game, it's not even close. Victor Olofsson had so many more goals than anybody else in the NHL while playing. 15 minutes or less. He had 28. Yes. The next on the list was 22. You don't find that disparity statistically very often in today's and, NHL. And so, let me build off of that. Okay. Time on ice is where I'm going to start with Victor Olsen because we are discussing Victor. It's his birthday. Absolutely. We're going to talk about him. And there's an opportunity to play higher in the lineup. When you play higher in the lineup, that means you play with better players. Right? So time on ice, you just said he was seventh amongst forwards in the Sabres at 14, point, uh, 14 minutes and 21 seconds a game on average. How about this? The guys that he played with five on five this year, okay? Casey Middlestat, the most he played with any forwards was Casey Middlestat. Now we know that Casey is at his ups and downs, right? But Casey really found a groove at the end of the season when playing with Tuck and Skinner. But you know, he's at his ups and downs this year. Tyson Jost was second on the list of most uh, um, um, uh, teammate on the ice with Victor Olofsson. Peyton Krebs is third. J.J. Paterka is fourth. Dylan Cousins and Rasmus Asplund. Those are the players Victor played with mm-hmm. and still produce at a very good level. Now, I'm going to say that if given an opportunity to play with better players, you probably would get a Victor Olofsson that would would excel even more on the uh, on the five on five on the score sheet on the production. Why? Because yeah, look, nothing against Middlestad, Jost, Krebs, and Paterka and mm-hmm. Aspen, but those are not your top six regular players here. Victor Olofsson was not on the ice with Thompson and Tuck and Cousins and and Quinn. All that often he was mm-hmm. with other players. And what also this showed me is that every player that he was on the ice with, they had a minus goals differential Correct. at five on five. The only player out of these top six that Victor Olofsson had a plus in goals differential was when he played with Dylan Cousins. Again, play with better player. What mm-hmm. happens? You end up a plus player. You end up producing more. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden people are saying, Hey, look at Victor's numbers at five on five. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but Victor's not going to drive the play. He really relies on his teammates. And when he played with Cousins, he was a better player. When he played with Krebs and Jost and Asplund, well, he wasn't. And that's to be the norm. Which, of course, then allows you to think what happens in the fall when <laughs> Jack Quinn is not there. And there seems to be an opening next to Dylan Cousins that everybody assumed was going to be Yuri Kulik or insert young player name here. The fact of the matter is, 
everybody's a year older. So while the team and its average age is going to remain young, they are collect. You know, they'll help offset the loss of the forty-year-old Craig Anderson by all collectively being a little older here. And 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 Victor still at age twenty-eight doesn't have necessarily a normal twenty-eight-year-old's bulk of games yep. in the NHL, right? But still. Let's let's take He's played four full season and one of yeah. them was stopped by a pandemic and the other one was a shorter season because of the pandemic. Right. And so let's try to now before we slot him in and answer your questions at Sabres Live on Twitter as to what Victor's role is. Let's look at his league ranks. And, you know, this is this is again, this is a player who's typically playing far fewer minutes than the other goal scorers that we're talking about. His 28 goals ranked him tied for 56th. If you care to go to your choice of, you know, stats provider, we we tend to favor NHL.com here in the summertime because they are our headline maker. Yes. Um, you know, but but go look <laughs> at the, the show. Sponsor go, of the go, show. Go look at the names that surround him. It, it like you're obviously going to enjoy most of the names that he has found himself in that company with. Mm-hmm. Among 20 goal scorers, that shooting percentage that we talk about is so important. Among 20 goal scorers, he was 14th in the league. That's yep. a beautiful place to be. That's capitalizing on opportunities. Overtime goals, I mean, who can forget? Like, he, the, the drama of that, the one of his two overtime winners was just so embedded in my mind, and that was the home victory against Minnesota. It was just such an electric Saturday night crowd, and uh, and Victor delivered, and, he, and he's done that. I mean, he's, so he's shown the ability whether it's overtime winners, game winners, um, like he has a place in all of this. So I think our question is multifaceted. Like what role does Victor, and I, I, I suppose that's obvious. What role does Victor have with the Sabres this season? But if, if half our audience right now is saying he doesn't have a role and he should be traded, then you could flip the question to what role does Victor Olofsson have in the NHL, right? Well, and, and, and therefore how can other teams capitalize on this success, which is someone who is still able to paint some reasonably pretty numbers offensively? Okay. So that's a great question. So if you think it's a trade bait situation, then the Sabres have to call other teams and like try to maximize the return. So when a Mm -hmm. team says, "Ah, you know what, I'm going to give you a a fourth round pick for Victor Olofsson. And you're like, wait a second. Like, Okay, I got stats that here that tell me how good Victor Olofsson really is and how he's gotten better. Now, I love the phrase you, you've pointed or you, you've pictured Victor within the team and within the league and what his, 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 his place is and how he can go up and continue to improve. Now, what I've done is I've done the other side. I've compared Victor to Victor over the last four seasons and said, okay, like it feels like he came in so hot, right? And he had a lot of power play goals. And 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 it feels like every year people think he's taken a step back. So if I'm Kevin Adams and a team is like, well, we'll give you a third round pick for Victor Olsen. And I'm saying, no, no, no. Look, Victor Olsen has gotten better every year. Five on five, Victor Olsen went from 4.2% shooting percentage at five on five with only six five on five goals to 3.1 shooting percentage at five on five with only five goals at five on five to 4.7 shooting percentage at five on five with 10 five on five goals to last year, 
8.7 shooting percentage at five on five doubled what he had in a single year and 17 five on five goals. I know he had 21 even strength goals, but mm -hmm. 17 five on five goals. That is seven more than his highest total, which was last season where he didn't score a goal for two and a half months and he had a bad wrist, right? Like that's to me is how you can say, Hey, he's getting better. And every year that Victor Olofsson played for the Sabres up until last season, he actually underperformed his expected goals at five on five. Okay. He always was a goal or two under the expectations. Last year, he outperformed the expectations by six and a half goals. Wow. He was supposed to only have 10 and a half goals at five on five, which would have been normal for him. Like he sure. had 10 goals a year before. Mm -hmm. And he had 17. He outperformed him by six and a half goals. And again, I go back to, he was playing with Jost and Krebs and Asplin and Middlestad. Like, so if, if you think it's straight bait, then you have to maximize your, your return. Then I'm looking at, let's compare Victor and let's do his gradual improvement from year to year. Last year was a dramatically better year shooting, scoring, at five on five than any other years he's had with the Buffalo Sabres. Mm -hmm. Do you think that a player who has the experience now that he has, and we actually, we were just talking about it the other day, like the, the challenge for anybody making this roster is you, you, there, you can't be plateauing here, whether you're currently with the Sabres or the Amherst, because like we know the number of bodies that are capable, presumably of jumping in and earning a spot here. Um, like can Victor keep, ascending even though the outside world would clearly see well his ice time has gone down and there has to be a reason for that right so like where's where's the balance for victor here mentally because you know my go-to line when it comes to tage thompson's success was always like man if tage could just string together two or three good weeks where he fully believed in himself he's going to take off but it looked like it was never going to happen. It just looked like it was never going to okay, happen. Well, you know why Tage had, had so much success last year? And I know the move to center was big and that, mm -hmm. and we're going to, but the previous three seasons, the leaders in shot attempts and shots on goal from the slot were Jeff Skinner. Mm -hmm. Jeff Skinner had more shots from the slot and more shot attempts from the slot than anybody else on the team. Last season, it was Tage Thompson, mm -hmm. right? So Tage found a way to get to the middle of the ice and shoot more. Now, here's the point where Victor regressed last year. He was always fourth in the team, fifth in the team, sixth in the team in shots and shot attempts from the slot. Last year, he was eight. He took a dip, like he went backwards a little bit. So here's the, 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 the thing with Victor. Victor, imagine you went from 10 goals at five on five to 17 goals at five on five. You went for a 4.7 shooting percentage to an 8.7 shooting percentage, but you regress in your, your, your quality of shots. You mm -hmm. regress in the amount of shots that you took from the slot. Mm -hmm. Like that should be the, that should be the focus for Victor Olofsson. Like where it was with Tage Thompson, Tage took more shots from the slot, more shot attempts from the slot. And all of a sudden, boom, he blew up to what it is mm -hmm. like if, the, and, and a lot of it is also who you play with, who you play with as a big reason and factor and where you're getting the puck and how you're getting the puck and where you are on the ice when you're getting the puck. But haven't like you say that, 
but I think part of you is still putting a lot of this on Victor himself. Yeah, because, you have to you have because, to put yourself in the right position. Because yes. I distinctly recall, and I'm not sure if this one was submitted for a state Emmy Award or not, but I remember the breakdown you did one night when it might have been a day game against the Ducks. Remember, like dividing I, the ice. I drew the uh, the yeah the 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 house and the one third middle third third yeah. where where his shot started coming more from the middle yes. of the ice as, as opposed, opposed to to the, right, to the side. right side. And it was fascinating because it, it just it painted such a clear picture like, oh, this this is almost painfully obvious. Like yeah. if he would just get here, like look at the options that open up for him, right? I feel um, like he, but, he he went the other direction after I pointed that out. Well he <laughs> so yes and 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 even so so going on off of that tangent um why does he not get himself maybe into some better areas even just looking at it from a team standpoint these these numbers might appear obvious but he was ninth on the team in rush attempts yeah yeah that's that's probably right like you don't see him busting in you know he doesn't he's not the guy that attacks the goal right uh, typically uh, in the speed game like he's a thinker and and he's he's 15th, and this is these are sometimes a little hard misleading, but 15th on the team in rebounds created. Right. Now you can look at that interestingly. You obviously, if he's hitting the back of the net on his first attempt more often, which explains his higher shooting There's percentage, no that he's not creating any rebounds. <laughs> but to me, he's still a reluctant shooter. And I don't think he creates enough rebounds based on the fact that he has the skill to control the offense game offensive game a little more than he does. And I don't know whether that's a psychological well, thing for him. I'm curious what you think of that when I say it that way. I, I do think that Victor has a little bit of a mental block as to finding better areas to shoot the puck from. Often he's backing out of the good ice when he's receiving the puck to shoot. It's almost like he feels like I'm going to have a better angle here. Um, and I'll use like a, a golf analogy, right? Like when, you have to find the right side or the left side of the fairway, depending on where the pin is, right? Well, for Victor, there's no the pin's always in the middle of the ice. You don't have to find the right side by the wall to give you a better angle. There's It's always in the same location. Find the middle of the ice. Now, I'll say this, and this is another piece of the whole Don Granado and, and maybe identity that the Sabres want to build. The 2021 season, the 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 fifty six game season, mm -hmm. you know, that was in the middle of the pandemic. Victor Olsson had forty three shots from the slot in fifty six games. Jeff Skinner led the team with fifty nine. Okay, he was only sixteen shots away from the mm -hmm. top. The difference between Olsson and Tage Thompson this year was fifty four shots. Olsson had fifty five from the slot Thompson at 109 mm -hmm. like he went from being 16 shots away from the leader to now 54 shots away from the leader from the slot that's nope. where that's where he has to get inside more that's yes. where he's gonna make his his money that's where he's gonna help the team and his agent would say well if he was on the ice more then that gap would be significant or he was closer. gonna say if he was with better player then right. he would get the puck better but right but you have yeah. to earn it too and you have so to, but he has an opportunity now which is exactly what we're going to dive into because the responses are free flowing to our question. 
what role does Victor Olison have with the Sabres this and year? And I have my biggest complaint about Victor Olison that I, the negative side of Victor Olison that I haven't even gotten close to. And that to me, when we come back, Duffer, I will go in details in that. That will be the one single most uh, obvious reasons if Victor gets there or doesn't get there. All right. Just remember, it's his birthday, okay? Be nice. I'm giving him free advice on his birthday. There's a birthday gift for you, Victor. (laughs) (laughs) Giving something for free on one's birthday. That is fantastic. Well, you know what? Victor, back in the day, came from being a seventh-round selection and worked his way through events like Prospects Challenge. And obviously, Lecom Harbor Center has become the home for such an annual event every September. And this year, the Prospects Challenge will feature six teams competing in a round-robin challenge um, featuring prospects from Buffalo, Boston, Montreal, New Jersey, Ottawa, and Pittsburgh. Tickets will go on sale in August. Sabres season ticket members will have priority access to the tickets at a preferred rate. And the Prospects Challenge is going to be taking place the same weekend. As Sabres Fan Fest, so you can come down to Alumni Plaza on September 16th and enjoy the day. More on the Olofsson story, his role with the Sabres this year, and your input on that very subject. Happy birthday, Victor. His 28th. We're back after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 